Cool. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Board to Dev. Hi, I'm Jason, along with this guy. What's his name? Uh, uh can't remember. Kur. Uh, Chris. Kur. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Welcome, yep. welcome, Chris. Yep. Welcome, welcome back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Um, Good for this. Yeah, for those of I'm you excited that to be back. Name. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, so uh, last week we got into Mythic Mayhem, which was a blast. Um, and so this week we're going to change it up. We're going to talk in depth about whatever we want, <laughs> because. Yes. Because that is that is what we should do. Uh, keeps it fun and weird, you know. Keep it weird, um, as yep. a mutual boss of ours used to say. Uh, and so uh, here we are. Let's let's get into it. Let's let's jump into the realm of talking about stuff. We and, and well, I was just gonna say, you know, like uh, I was excited as you as you said to jump into Mythic Mayhem, the deck building uh, episode one of six, or perhaps any more, many more. Uh, so for uh, anybody that is interested in continuing to follow along that journey, uh, as promised, we will have uh, episode two of the Mythic Mayhem series um, and uh, we'll have that along with three, four, five, six. So stay tuned. But uh, we're mixing it up, mixing it up. But we, we have not forgotten and we're going to continue on that uh, that journey there and hopefully um, get into some of the creative things that come along with conceptualizing a deck building tabletop card game so super stoked but first off first not second first off first, first off, off, off um, first before we jump into head projects first. that we're working on head because first. we're great divers uh what's your favorite moon pie? gaming console of all time Nintari, which is Do, uh, in the Boyne Adventures of Barf and Jubs. What? Sorry. Uh, I mean, I drew it. It exists. Um, ooh, we are we just saying console, console, or yeah, are gaming we, console? Are we are we, are we, are we class? Are we doing it by classifications like handhelds? Uh, I think gaming console and then handheld gaming console. Hmm. Favorite console of all time. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, just say it, man. Uh, we we all know what you're thinking. Neo Geo. We get it. Chet's, Chet Maddox is a Neo Geo fan. Why wouldn't Jason be a Neo Geo fan? I uh, fucking love it. Could be I wrong. Love, <laughs> I love I love Neo Geo, man. Um, <clears throat> Neo. Well, I, I feel like it's not fair because Neo Geo was the most expensive console. Yes, I remember. I had, I had a friend back when I was younger. He was the only guy that we knew that had a fucking Neo Geo because he was a little wealthy, wealthy, and the shit was like six hundred bucks. Yep, and, and it was so it. epic. Um, but uh, never got to play it very often. Um, but he was he was like the the wealthy kid on the block, man. But it was epic. Yeah, look, <clears throat> love Neo Geo. <laughs> I, I do fucking love neo geo um 
it's rough, man, because I, I also have to think about it in terms of like, what did it impact when it came out? I think, okay, so in, <clears throat> I think PlayStation 2 had a massive impact in culture. Yeah. Um, I think PlayStation. I think PlayStation, knowing that PlayStation was supposed to be uh, basically something, I think it was with Nintendo, right? And then Sony just kept it. Um, I think like high impact, just in terms of like exclusives back in the day. PlayStation Two was epic. However, probably like. The, the system that really made me realize that I fucking loved gaming, like just, just gaming, just fucking in general, was the original Xbox with Halo. I mean, that that was like, it was game changer at the time. Like, you're, you're I'm playing with my friends online. Like, you could do the online stuff prior, right? Like, PlayStation 2 had like add-on modems and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but like, the original Xbox... Bro, I remember going to, like, when I was younger and Xbox came out. I was in, um, I was in Universal City Walk in L.A. And they had, like, a fucking Halo tournament. And that's the first time I realized to myself, like, yo, this is going to be massive. And so I think, realistically, for me, Xbox One with Halo was, like, the the biggest impact, right? Like, obviously, when I was younger, Sega was great. Fucking Sega Saturn, Sega Dreamcast, yeah. things like that. But, like, Xbox was like, yep, I'm going to do that the rest of my life. And as soon as I got it, it was like, I, I didn't put Halo down. I, I don't even think I bought another game for, like, two years. Because I just fucking played Halo. <laughs> like, That's crazy. All I, it's all I played. And so going back and playing, like, Master Chief Collection and, and seeing it, it's like, yeah, this is great. Um, too bad they nerfed the fucking... Uh, pistol in Halo 2. Do you remember you could snipe with the pistol in Halo 1? Dude, Halo was like game changing. Like, there's certain games that like defined like consoles. So, like, when you when you fell in love with the game or the game like revolutionized like an industry, the console that was attached to it like resonates with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Nintendo, like. Mario Brothers with Nintendo that like made it popular, right? Like, I I agree, man. Like, it's 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 very difficult for me to like select a particular game. Like Sonic the Hedgehog was like super game changing because it was like everything that I knew about games, like in terms of like side scrollers, like like it was like upside down. Yeah, it was like holy shit, and like Sega, like that was awesome. Um, I think. I think the first time I was mind blown by a game, and then the and, and the was was Goldeneye, oh. and like the the multiplayer like uh, that was like insane like the the and and, and I read did somewhere you, did you that let, what did you let anyone play as Odd Job or was that like a if you come over you can't play Odd Job yeah uh uh-uh, yeah but I heard that was like an afterthought by the developers. Like, they created the story and all that stuff, the actual game, and then they were like, hey, why don't we include this kind of cool this cool mode? And they kind of, like, built it, and it turned out to be, like, the most epic thing ever. So, like, N64 is up there for me as far as, like, favorite 
um, gaming consoles, but I, I would have to say PlayStation Two. Like, just it, it, it turned everything upside down, man. Like the graphics, the the games, like sports games became like a whole nother oh, level. Thing, yeah. Like it was just huge. Like PS2 <clears throat> dominated for gaming, like handhelds, like the original Game Boy. Like I love oh, the really? Switch. I love Game Gear. Like, dude, I, when I was a kid, man, that was just so fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was so awesome to have like Tetris and Mario. Like I played that thing nonstop, and it's still like up. It still holds like today. Like you can pick that game up right now. You pick and pop in a game and have fucking fun. I mean, what the fuck and, do you think is selling the Switch? Yeah, it, the original Game Boy is still selling the Switch because yeah, people will get true. it, and all they want to do is log in, go onto NES through the online system, and play all the original shit. So it's not yep. like it's not like you're buying a Switch to fucking play Switch games. To be completely honest, yeah, I true. think for me, I think for me, handhelds, dude. Um, <clears throat> I had like I had a lot of them, um, but the one that was like. I loved my Game Boy. I, I definitely loved playing Game Boy with that uh, link cable. You remember that? <laughs> you oh, had to yeah. plug into the bottom so you could yeah. play with each other. Dude, uh, TurboGrafx Express is my favorite handheld system. <laughs> I I have the TurboGrafx Express with the TV adapter. That screen is like two and a half inches wide, and you can watch TV on that shit. Put that on eBay, man. Get a, get a lot no. of money for that. No way. <laughs> no way, man. When I, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I, I lost a lot of my consoles, and I'm, I'm kind of upset about it. But, um, yeah, yeah. Turbo Graphics Express because it was like you could play the same games that you played in your Turbo Graphics 16, and then Sega was like, check out the Nomad, and everyone's like, eh. The problem with the Nomad was yeah, they had that extended battery pack. And if you look at it now, like I looked at my Nomad, and it's like eight batteries for like four hours of gameplay. <laughs> yeah, not gonna, not gonna work. So, it's yeah, it's garbage, but it's nostalgia, yeah. right? That's how that's how we keep it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Well, I, yeah, I just love talking about games uh, and, and consoles. Um, I don't think that the the new consoles will ever have the same level of excitement as the old ones will. I Bro, think I, like I, the, I will tell the you, new will, ones are like that. Like there was hype, and I feel like it's kind of died down, man. Dude, I, I will P- tell you, PCs are dominating right now. Am I right? I feel like PCs have taken it over. Okay, hundred percent. And I'm going to speak real talk right now. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you can. You see that in the background? Yeah, I see that's, a bunch of consoles. That's the Xbox Series X and the PS5. That shit came out of the box once, and I put it back, and I haven't opened it since. Like, I I ordered them. I bought them, and then I was like, man, you got nothing. There's nothing out for it. It's fucking stupid. I can put this shit back in the box. Don't have to use it for I don't know how long, because shortly after... When I had already paid for, <laughs> this was like the, the two weeks of hell for my bank account. It was like Amazon PS5 cleared, then they shipped it. Then Microsoft was like Xbox Series X cleared, and they shipped it. And then my friend uh, Meeks, he hit me up and he's like, yo, EVGA just sent me a second email so I can buy a 3080 video card. Do you want it? And I was like, shit, you still can't get 3080s. 
And I was like, yeah, I do want it. So that was $900. (laughs) So my, so it's like, it's, let's just put it this way. Like I'm moving, right? Like I'm getting ready to move, uh, which may be why there might be a lapse in one of our casts, but I'm getting ready to move across country and I'm putting my like PlayStation 5 and Xbox in the thing and I'm boxing up my PC and taking it with me. Because the the thing with PCs is just like con- like console lovers that are like, oh, I love console, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, they get a controller and play on a PC. Like, it, because the, the part where consoles lack is they lack in terms of like how fucking hard is it to enable Discord on a console? Not very considering considering... Uh, the Xbox Series X runs on Windows 10, and then also PlayStation. I'm sure is like you could just do it anyways. So it's like the thing with consoles and PCs is that like if you're like perfect example, Call of Duty. In-game chat sucks. <laughs> the worst. But if but if you want to play cross-platform with someone on PlayStation. And you're on Xbox, you can't use Xbox Chatter or Discord on any console. So you have to jump into in-game chat, which then cuts out in between like scenes, loading scenes. So you can't talk and then you're like, hello, 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 hello. Right? It's just there's the launch of these consoles were so lackluster and completely pointless. And if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have bought them. Yeah. And some people some people say, well, sell the ones you have because you can get a lot of money. It's like, no. Because I know I could. Like, I could get a lot of money for my PlayStation 5. It literally has been turned on for a total of an hour. So I could get a lot of money for it, but I'm not that kind of person, and I have a console buying problem. We so. should see some, see some help for that. No, I don't need help. <laughs> well, I, I understand I what t- I do. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you, I... I, I was very reluctant to get into the PC gaming space. Um, I know. Loyal PlayStation, Xbox. Um, and since I've like been on PC, um, there's been no reason to play any PlayStation, Xbox. Like I'll play my Switch every so often because that's handheld. That's, that's a little bit different. So there's some flexibility there. But PC's been, PC's been great, man. I think... Uh, uh, and not everyone can have a PC. So there's always going to be a large console market. But I just think like the competitive space is now it's more people are jumping into PCs. And I think partly because of the streaming industry. Like uh, like you have to have a Something. PC to stream. And some people still are on console that stream. But the majority of people have converted to PC gaming just because it's more convenient and it allows you to upgrade faster. There's a lot well, of flexibility. You also, but you also have access to games that are good instead of AAA bullshit. Like, yeah. best game created so far by four dudes. Valheim, easily one of my favorite games to play. I have hours into that game. Yep. 20 yep. bucks. 20 bucks, and I'm, a, I'm, I'm less than like .001% filled with the map. And I've been playing for hours, like 20 bucks. So like whatever these guys pump out, I'm just going to buy. And, and it's like, you don't have access to that on consoles because it's like to get on a console is like licensing and this and that and bullshit here, bullshit there. 
and I know you could do indie developers. I get it. Shut the fuck up in the comments. But I'm saying like, you can, you could use have more access <laughs> to shit uh, yep. on PC. It, yep. it is what it is. I agree. I totally agree. Um, well, let's let's switch topics. Let's switch gears and talk a little bit about like projects that we're working on. One that we're super stoked on that we touched on the first ever episode of of um, Board to Dev, like re revamped, if you will, is extremely mad popsicles or tabletop game um, that uh, we we created and is probably the closest to. Um, being finalized yeah um, but part of why we got super stoked about uh, EMP as we call it sh uh, for short is um, the art but the potential possibilities of not only being a tabletop game but the expansion of merchandising toy line um, animation all the things that we're starting uh, and currently creating um, but uh, toys are a big part of where we want to head as a as a company, uh, Cardboard Monster Studios. And uh, there's a variety of different toy styles out there, but I know uh, vinyl toys um, are very popular and prevalent. They're easily collectible. They're kind of cool. They're neat, easy to manufacture. And we were, you know, Jason and I were talking a little bit about, like, the direction we wanted to take uh, Extremely Mad Popsicles to coincide with a potential tabletop game release and animation. Um, you're really into the the vinyl toys um side of things a lot of experience in that in collecting and understanding that business like have had um you know different experience levels as far as like seeing what what is out there um what are your thoughts about emp diving into the vinyl space yeah man i think i think it's a go for us um you know i think it's it's really it's really like little risk and big reward in my opinion. You know, there's there's a cost to it. Um, I fortunately already have like factories lined up for it with cost already um, that we can use. And so what I what I was what we were talking about off cast is is I think it would be great for us to kind of talk on cast right now about um, moving forward. Which one do we want to move forward with on actually getting actual quotes and like moving forward to see if this is a thing, right? And when you think about, when you think about um, like what the actual like design looks like, um, you, have, you, have, you have an aesthetic. So when you create a toy, like just a toy in general, like that a kid's gonna play with, you, it kind of, it can be free, it can be free form. It doesn't need to really stand because the kid's gonna use their imagination to do it. But when you create um, something from a vinyl collector perspective and a, and a toy, there's many, there's many aspects that go into it. like. Are you creating? Are you creating a blank? So like you have successful people that have done that, like um, Frank Kozik with like the Labbits, right? So like Kid Robot did Labbits, and then those Labbits got licensed, and so he did like Marvel versions, DC versions. Uh, they're just rabbits with like cigarettes that are smoking. So he's he's done like all this shit, and it's and it's great. I actually love that line, right? Then you have like the Dunny line, which they've done licensing with like uh, Basquiat and Andy Warhol and a bunch of these other ones. But it's all, it's like one, it's one um, blank that is then colored by other artists and handed out by other artists, right? And so I, when I think about what like Extremely Mad Popsicles is doing and what we're doing with the toy line, there's a couple of things I want to accomplish um, on, on this cast where we, where we talk about the development side of it. And that is like, 
do we go the route where we create a structure uh, of like creativity where we could get other artists in to design their own popsicles? Um, or do we go down the line where we're creating the toys for the actual line or are we combining both? And so I think that that's, that's the important piece that we can, that we can talk through. Um, and we, we have a lot and I'm going to be sharing a lot of the art, um, to go through that we can kind of like look at together and, and decide what we want to do. But thinking of it in that perspective, what, what do you feel is going to be, what way do you feel like you're, you're leaning towards most? I think, uh, I mean, I like, like the, the Funko pop, like that, that to me, like is in my opinion, the most collectible style of toy out there right now. I feel like everybody that I know, like has seen or own one, if not fucking many of those things. Yeah. So I think like the price point, the style, like is, is awesome. Obviously, that's a huge brand, and that's been ex- like the licenses that they. But have they started there. small. That's what we have to remember, yeah. right? But it, it's it's <clears throat> huge, right? So like, when I think of like our our like what our toys would look like, yeah, I'm thinking it would be very similar in terms of that like that size, perhaps a little bit larger. But okay. like, I love that. Like, let me just for example, like I love. Here's like a, here's a. A, uh, a, a Thanos like Funko, right? Little bobblehead. Um, but like, I love this, man. It's like cool. Like, it's just something you could just put on anywhere office, uh, a collectible counter, uh, de- like desk. Kids like it, adults like it. Just like an example, right? Like, I look at like, like Deadpool, right? Another one is kind of cool, right? So I'm thinking like, how do we make it as super simple and fun and like with um with EMP? Right? Yeah. It doesn't yeah, have yeah. to be a bobblehead, but that's kind of like the aesthetic, the style that I think we should head towards. Right? Yeah, like yeah. to me, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you on that. And if you actually think if you think about Funko, like what's great about Funko, um, and what I what I love about their style is that First off, the reason why Marvel is bobblehead is because there's other people that own the rights to non-bobblehead toys, so they had to do bobbleheads to be able to have the licensing. So, like Funko, technically, they have a blank Funko, right? There's a blank pop, and then that pop gets designed to look like X, Y, or Z. And so, when we think about like EMP, there's a few things that <clears throat> that I think we we would end up having, which is we would have our, our blank popsicle, which I think we could we could land on, that then becomes designed around whatever it is, right? And theoretically, if we look at the art for extreme map popsicles, a lot of them kind of have the same the same body outline. Um, mm-hmm. I've changed some of them to be a little bit more dramatic, just in terms of like expressionism without doing anything. But it was like superhero putting his chest out kind of situation. Um, but when you think of toy, like the, ima- the imagination that I have that I went to with uh, EMP blanks for us to design is basically like a popsicle, right? That would resemble like a juice pop. So if you guys remember, juice pops typically had like the two lines down the middle of the popsicle. Some of them had two sticks. Some of them had one. You like break them off. And um, 
And then in that, that stick would sit into something that would also kind of like blend in with the popsicle to hold it on your desk. So it would, it would hold it up, but you'd still have that popsicle perspective. So I, I think that that, I think that that's kind of the route we go. And the typical toy size is like four and a half inches, which I think, I think Funko is. Yeah. I think it's it's perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So what we can do right now is is get into like the the ones that I have and maybe talk through like which ones seem like they would work that yep. would prob that would probably work. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we'll we'll switch over to the iPad and the drawing. So um, if you see any here you want me to click on, we can kind of look at it and analyze it, see if it would be if it would be best. Uh, yeah. and for, well, those, for those of you that are on audio, sorry, this is a little bit more of a visual version. So we'll try to be as explanatory as possible um, on this as well. I mean, I think the first one, the the one that uh, you've inked, not non-color, is probably to me like one of the best ones. Superhero pop. Yeah. So that's what he kind of looks like without the blue background on it yep so that so would be could, like my, my front runner for like a prototype for like doing doing a prototype what's cool about this yep. is that if we if we did this as like a prototype we could we could make the cape so that it was like the stand so yeah so the so the cape and the stick could be at the same level and the cape just kind of drapes back mm-hmm right yep okay so that's that's one um, I think the other the Lucha. one. So Lucha's Lucha's really good. Um, that would be an interesting. <laughs> it would be a very interesting pop uh, to have. But we could do a whole Luchador line of pops. Mm -hmm. um, yep. The one that I like that is actually like a very good blank is actually this one. Mm -hmm. Headband pop. Yep. And if you remove the headband. It looks like he's got problems, but yeah. So that's that's one that I, that I was leaning towards. Um, we also have the classic like zombie shape one, right? Mm -hmm. And the angry, uh, the angry one. Yeah. So I yeah, so. I, if I had to choose like the the three to to go move forward, I think the angry, the zombie, and the hero one, in my opinion. Okay. Only and because so they look up them the like most like popsicles and they're all very different and I think the colors are cool and spot on. Um and I think people would get it if they even if they didn't know about EMP, they would they would get that it's a popsicle. Yeah, so in, ter in terms of that and something that I think would be uh, ideal, which I think would be um, something we would have a little bit more play with with toys. Like once once EMP comes out, we, it's easy for us to go like, oh, hey, let's make this one with the Mohawk, right? Like people would be able to see and be like, oh, that's extremely bad popsicles. Like it makes sense. Right. right? But but the reality is – I like is that is one too. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> how, do, how, do, how do we make one that that is that is like – we could take and say like okay let's make it blank and then add things to it and and i think that this kind of lands more along the lines of like uh of what i'm thinking yeah because 
you could take this, we could take this one, uh, redefine the outlines a little bit more, uh, and then we could literally make a whole line of zombie pops, but it's also the basic popsicle shape, right? So we could then change it or add whatever we needed to add to it. Mm-hmm. The 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 only thing I have against this one is I I love I love this one, um, but I just think it might be a little bit difficult to like expand it to anything else outside of a superhero. Yeah, it's definitely like a one and done type of thing. So as as you're getting larger and you don't like and you can create like these one off designs. I think yeah. it's it's fantastic. If you're looking to do one prototype of a one-off, this is great. That's what but I. Would if you're do. looking to, yeah, yeah, 100%. and and even even this one is is kind of like a classic popsicle. So like, I'm 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 thinking of which one do we land on that's closest to? If we if we went with it, we could also change the colors, change the expression. And do we need to do and and make it? something different right mm-hmm. this is great too though man which one i almost think like why couldn't we select like the first five and they don't necessarily have to be the same aesthetic or the same shape mm-hmm. but that would be like the first five of the toy line yeah I mean, we could. I think cost-wise goes up exponentially to make the the molds yeah. for, all, for all of them. So I think I think that we could land on like uh, the idea would be to make a mold that we could then just have colored different. Um, but if we if we decide to move down the route of like let's just do five toys, sure. I think we we should pick five and, and do it right. Um, So I, I don't know. There's also these which Disney don't don't kill me. <laughs> um, but the these ones were were pretty good. And like this is more of like a Funko style big head smaller type system. Mm-hmm. And so that that might be something too that we we lean towards. I'm just thinking like when you when you think about Funko like what like and you and you have to define what makes you like Funko for just like everyone that likes Funko, right? Yep. Like it's it's really big head syndrome. Like you 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 can see it, it the head's usually like overly exaggerated. The body's it looks like it would be like a typical body, but why is the head so big? Um that's why I mean that's re- realistically what makes me land on like Funko. Um yep. and and so when we're thinking about like development-wise in terms of just like these uh, and it could even be something where we just draw the blank and then color it and then send it off that way. But I'm just thinking of using these in terms of like we could send it off. It's already there, you know? Yeah. Some good ones in there, man. Yeah. So where, where are you landing? Well, I agree with you on the on the zombie popsicle being a mold for an easier production of different colors. Um, so if we go that route, that seems like the clearest choice. 
but if we wanted to go in the direction of like the first five, like I had, I have my opinions on which of the five they should be. And those are. Um. Uh, I would do the, uh, the Walkman, pop. Okay. Uh, I would do the uh yeah that one okay i would do the uh weird blue dude looks kind of like a slimer type of dude i think it's this fucking guy? great yeah yeah i think it's so just great. just so you just so you're aware this is the one that i would want to do first Yeah, I think it's great. That's why I think th- that that is awesome. I even think that this is a good blank, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Right? Because like mm-hmm. if you if you were to if we were to remove like the color, like that's that's what it looks like without color. Mm-hmm. Right, and even then, like you, you could technically remove the eyes uh, and everything else, and you could even remove the mouth. But I think for a, a first run, like um, that is just is just something that's like screams, just collect me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Super solid, big eyes. You could do a lot with this. You do a lot with yep. the eyes, um, and, I, and I think I think it'd be fun to see this sitting on my desk. Hundred percent, I agree. And then, what was your what were your other ones? So, uh, so we got those two. Um, I would do the punk rock popsicle mohawk. I think it's fucking great. This guy. Yep, I think it's really good. Okay. Um, and then uh, a scroll up. Um, it's hard because I don't know like the color of the hero pop. I think it'd be still kind of cool if we could do like a hero popsicle. Like, a, um, I'd love to see it kind of colored in. Um, but I would well, do like, like the angry. So so let's color it in. Okay. So we got this. This. We'll create a new layer. Drag it down. We will call this reference because we want to call it reference. For those of you that are like, uh, no, we want to see overhead drawing. Like, so do I, but I don't have that camera set up. So deal with it. All right, uh, what uh, what color are you thinking this guy is? Move my mic back a little bit. Uh, so I have, I actually have a. Should it be like Captain America colors? I mean, we could. Could be like it has to be like America, yeah, America theme, kind of like your headband. <laughs> blue, white, and red. Yeah, buddy. Um, so, oh, you want to do like a blue? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we would do this blue. Actually, he could be the popsicle could be white, and the accents and like the 
the color like around him is red and blue. Uh, I mean, we could do his belt red and his pants blue. Could do that. Or we could see what it looks like with him just being overall blue, too. So that's where he would be, like, as blue. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the blue. Yeah, I'm not sure that works. Too 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 dark. Yeah, maybe red. Try red. Uh, you want a dark red or a bright red? Try a bright. I feel like it's a little too, too bloody. Yeah, yeah. But if we did something like this, and then maybe this color blue. Right, and then popsicle wise, I mean, you could you could leave that. So we, we'd have to we'd have to play around with it a little bit, but I think me could even kind of go weird. So you could have you could have it like that. Um, yeah, try to try. Yeah, try that purple as his entire body. And then should it be a red cape or a blue cape? Maybe a blue cape and then the, the, the P on his chest is red, like his tights. So be like that. Yeah, or we could do red cape. What do you think? Maybe red cape defines more of the superhero. Yeah. And then actually the piece that's missing is To get divine like that. Yep, and let's color color the stick brown or what? Yeah, typically it's this. 
Almost kind of makes him look like he's pooping. <laughs> I think it's good, man. I think the purples is 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 cool. Yeah. You can you can see what it would look like. So his eyes obviously mm -hmm. aren't white yet, but uh, we could change that real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in terms of like lines, um, for lines we could have uh, some of the lines kind of going like this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, something to play with. Um, I think we can probably get into it a little bit more on the next cast. But definitely, uh, I'm leaning towards... Um, leaning towards us, us moving forward on this one for right now. I agree. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, it's good. I think I think we I think we get into it uh, next on like what it's like to get to get this going. Yeah, I'm excited. I think we've we've got some really great art design and we bring it to life. But um, it'd be awesome to see these things sitting on a shelf. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, it was good chat. Uh, hopefully, everyone listening enjoyed it, and we will be back uh, next week with uh, something different. You know, just to shoot the shit and talk, and then hopefully we'll get back into our episodes over Mythic Mayhem. Thanks, all. Yeah, thanks. Talk to you soon.